Greetings. Welcome to Average Joe's Fantasy. I'm your host, Steve Nordyke. We got some new intro music sent from a listener. This is Sarai, sent from Pepper Juice. Let us rock out on this uh, Wednesday afternoon here. Uh. All right, let's get to it. Thank you for that. Let's get down to business. Average Joe's time. Fantasy baseball. Damn near September. Email me, avgjoesfantasy at yahoo.com, avgjoesfantasy at yahoo.com. If you have any questions, thoughts, concerns, let me know how your team's doing. Or if you want to send me some uh, wicked good music, that's cool too. Let's get into it here. We have uh, the Joes League. Uh, it'll surprise no one that I'm in seventh with 72.5 points. Uh, yeah. Pretty uh, pretty dire for Joes. Uh, my Roto teams have turned it around. I mean, we're doing pretty well. We have fifth, first, first, third, third, and second. So that's a pretty good showing. I mean, even the one that's in fifth is like four points out of second. The one that's in second, I think, is uh, seven points out of first. The two that are in third are right behind the ones that are in second. So we're looking pretty good heading into the final uh, six, five, six weeks here. My head-to-head teams, you know, normally I've just been saying, you know, how I've been, you know, I'm doing good or doing doing well or whatever. But I got my rankings here. One of them is out, so that was really outstanding. I've got second, first, first. First, first, and fourth. So right now we're doing about as well as I've ever done. The, all of them are in position to uh, all of them are in position to lose in the first round. Really, that's that's where we're going here. We're, the one in fourth is not going to get a buy. Team is not that great, so we'll probably uh, we're going to need some luck to get out of that first quarterfinal and get into the semifinals. Uh, the other ones, though. You know, by week. So I'll be playing for money. Even if I lose that first week, I'll still be playing for money for third. And really, that's the whole point of getting one of these uh, one of these bye weeks. You have to scrape and claw for every single point you can get. If it's a one-win league, you better win that league. You know, because you want to be as high as you can. So when you get to a head-to-head, either the semifinal or the final, you can win with a tie. And that's uh, it's pretty powerful. Last year, I lost. Um, one of my finals because I, you know, I, I lost it was five to five and I was a uh, lower seed. So you want to get that higher seed. So you really need a scraping claw for every point you can get here. It's pretty critical that you, you get a bye week. I mean, you get the playoffs, great. And that's step number one, get in the playoffs. Step number two, get a bye, you know, really at all costs. You have to have a bye. Uh, you don't want to play for nothing. And at least if you have a bye, you're going to be playing for money. Um, we've had some injuries. Carlos Correa. I don't have him in any team, so that you know it doesn't doesn't uh, really bother me. Corey Kluber uh, shut down for a couple weeks, and they're going to reevaluate. Doesn't really bother me either because I don't have Klubs on any team. Chris Sale done for the year. That uh, crushes me because I had five shares of him, so that's going to be tough to replace. And I had him pretty much. I had him on Roto, and I had him on head to head. So. It's hard to replace. On a couple teams, I've picked up uh, Aaron Savale, trying to uh, replace 
sale. And it's just going to mean that I have to do more, you know, more, more cycling in and out. I got to play the matchups. I got to watch, watch the guys on the wire, try to pick up a hot hand because I'm losing just a, a massive amount of strikeouts with sale. So that was kind of a crushing blow. Fernando Tatis Jr., done for the season. I have him on the two the two rotor teams that I have him first. He's on there. He was on there until I dropped him. So that is uh, bad news as well. Still liking Tatis next year for uh, a late first-round pick. Sale, obviously, with his uh, injury this year. I mean, he's going to get marked down, way down. And I don't know. It's going to be interesting next year. I don't know if I'm going to be able you know, I don't know if I'll be able to remember all the pain that he's caused me this year when I'm looking at him sitting there in the fourth round, and I'm like, ooh, man. It says he's healthy. It says he's ready to go. And I, I may just uh, forget all this, this heartbreak that I've gone through this, this season. But ideally, you know, he'd be like a fifth rounder next year. Let's go with some good, bad, and the ugly. I'm sorry, good, bad, and the vado. Um, Jose Altuve has been crushing. Tom Murphy, catcher on Seattle. Doing pretty darn good, hitting bombs. Lucas Giolito has turned it around a little bit. He's got a couple good starts. Mike Clevenger, my pick for AL Cy Young this year, is he'd be right in there if uh, he didn't get hurt. Adam Eaton's been stroking it pretty good. Kyle Seeger, the guy I just absolutely hate, is crushing. And I actually picked him up on a team. And he hit me a home run the first game I picked him up. So uh, maybe I'll uh, maybe I'll join the Kyle Seeger fan club one day. And Sonny Gray has been uh, lights out and. Gray's going to be interesting next year as well to see where he goes. He finishes strong. I mean, he, he could be a top six-round guy, seven-round guy, really. One of these one of these uh, second-tier, bottom maybe bottom second-tier or high third-tier pitcher. It's going to be interesting. The bad, Malik Smith has been uh, struggling. Travis D'Arno has been struggling. Aaron Judge has been pretty uh, pretty cruddy. He, hit the home run. he finally hit a home run yesterday. You know, and I've gone through this whole slump, not moving him out of the lineup. Yesterday, I'm like, you know what? I'm going to take him out for Justin Upton. He's got a doubleheader. And uh, Upton went like 0 for 7 and judged at a home run. So that's how it works for me. And uh, Talkman from the Yankees, he has uh, slowed way, way down to really being droppable. He's, in, he's uh, on the waivers in a couple leagues. I didn't have any part of him, but he has been uh, been struggling. And the Votto list, we got Rogan Odor, who is freaking terrible. That guy's awful. Maybe the worst, the worst everyday player in the big leagues. He is just terrible. Austin Meadows has been uh, struggling the last couple weeks. Hit a couple bombs, but really he's like two for twenty-five with two bombs. Uh, Josh Bell is horrible, and Josh Bell's going to be interesting next year too because I, I guarantee I won't have a single share of Josh Bell. Just like this year, I didn't have a single share of Aguilar after the, the draft. Really, you know, I think I drafted him on one or two teams and traded him immediately. And really, if I'm in the if I'm in the third round next year or fourth round, and Josh Bell's sitting there, he may be a guy I grab just to trade because I I don't want any part of him in my lineup next year. I am not a Josh Bell believer, and he could turn into uh, an absolute monster for the next ten years, and I'll, I won't have him any single year. That's how that's how bitter I am about Josh Bell. And Cole Hamels has been just pounded, pounded into oblivion the last couple times out. I want to talk about some roster management here. I know I've mentioned it before, but there's a couple little tips that you can use to uh, make up some ground. We talked about stolen bases. You know, you could grab uh, you can grab a guy like D. Gordon off the wire. Malik's might still be on the wire. Um, there's a who else could, it, could you grab? You could grab Ahmed Rosario. 
He could be on the wire. You could grab, jeez, um, Chris Taylor might steal you a couple bases. He's on the wire. That's my daughter drinking milk. If you heard her, that was like a, that was like a commercial Coca Cola. <sighs> she's got, she's got a future in films. Um, so yeah, grab some steals. Try to move up, move up in, in some categories there. If you're at the bottom of the list in, in steals, it'll be easy to move up. The teams that are down on the bottom are probably already given up. So in Roto, you can easily move up. In head-to-head, you know, I wouldn't make any special play for him. I mean, you could grab a guy hoping he gets a steal a week. Because in, in head-to-head, you could win a category with two steals. Really. I have one last week, a category with two steals. Two to, two to zero. But in a Roto League, you know, looking at Roto Leagues and the game's limits, one thing you can do, look ahead to the next day. There's going to be a couple days every week where you have, you know, half a team's not playing or whatever. Pay attention to your game's limits. I have a couple of my teams now, I have like four games under in second base, three games under in third base. I think I'm even six games under in utility in one league, which is great to have. But you got to make sure you fill those. You can't give them away. You know, if you have if you have six or eight games under combined, that could be four runs, you know, four runs, four RBIs two steals could be a homer or two when you when you're trying to compete for uh for money you have to get every at bat you can get so look ahead to the next day you should have a roster spot or two that's that's flexible that you have a guy like um you have a guy like denelson lamette or odor somebody who you can move so look to the next day see who uh, is off and pick a guy off of waivers grab a guy off of waivers to fill in one of these positions where you are you are lagging behind. You got to make up some ground right now. You absolutely cannot give any games away when you're trying to win money. So that's one thing you can do. Number 2, this is uh something that I do every day for for my rosters out, you know, I've mentioned before, make sure you have, you know, every guy playing. If you're in a head-to-head league, I said check your check your roster. Make sure you got little green arrows if you're on Yahoo or whatever color of the air, whatever color your little check marks are on any other platform. Make sure everybody in your starting lineup is playing. And if they're not, get them out of there before the game start. You don't want to give away a game. In a, in a Roto League, it's kind of the same thing. If you have a guy like today, Arenado was out. So I took him out in all my leagues. And I put in either somebody who played third or left it open. You don't want to leave in a Roto League a guy who's out for the day because there's a pretty decent chance they're going to freaking pinch hit. And if they pinch hit, that counts as a game played. So you're getting one at bat where you could get four or five. So get those guys out of there. Get people in there who are going to play. You know, if you have Arenado but no uh, no third baseman on the bench, then don't leave Arenado in there in a roto league. Don't let him use up that game. Take him out and work towards getting a third baseman off the wire. So next time you have uh, you know an off day, or you see an off day for for the Rockies or whatever, slide that third baseman in, make up that game. In a head-to-head league, though, if you have a guy, if you have Arenado at third and you have no other third baseman and he's off that day, you leave him in there. He could freaking pinch hit and get you, a, you know, get you a single or something. I mean, it's, it's better than nothing. One at-bat is better than zero. So in a head-to-head league, you leave the guy in there. In a roto league, you take him out. If you have a utility guy, like say you've got a Rendon at third playing utility. If he's playing and you get the little green arrow on Yahoo, he's in. Well, move him to third base. And move the third baseman to utility. Because you know you have Rendon already locked up. He's already going to play. Put him in the position and lock him in. That way, 
You know, if you have a 10 o'clock game that night and the third baseman who you move out to utility doesn't play, you could cycle somebody in and keep that game. Little 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 roster management tricks like that will really help, especially in a head-to-head league where some of these categories are so freaking tight. I mean, stolen bases are decided by one stolen base. Uh, homers can be decided by one home run. You know, runs and RBIs can be decided by one. I mean, you need every every single at-bat in game you can get. And if you have these guys on the bench that you can cycle in, you're going to need to use them. So make sure you're using all your resources to make up every game you can. You really have to, to fight and uh, manage your team in order to, to win some money. You want to finish in the top three. That's the goal. You can't just uh, sit back and let the team manage itself. I hope that uh, didn't sound like preaching, but it's it's really essential. You know, I've said before that my drafts aren't always the best. And when, when at the end of the season here, when we go over some of my drafts and some of my trades, there's going to be some really bad trades that I made. I traded away uh, Cody Ballinger and I think a closer for Paula Goldschmidt. That might be the worst trade I made all year. I also traded away Anthony Rendon for Benintendi. That's probably my second worst trade. I traded Felipe Vasquez across the board. Um, yeah, I made some pretty poor trades. And if it was just the one trade, you know, if I just traded that one, Bellinger for a goalie, then uh, my team might have been, uh, you know, been crippled. But I made a bunch of other trades and, and, it, and it worked out. But I've also been able to manage my team effectively. You know, managing your team and making sure you're not giving away games, making sure you're taking guys out in a roto league who aren't playing that day, making sure you're cycling in guys who are playing on a head-to-head league so you don't you don't give away a you don't give away a spot. That'll help make up for deficiencies that you may have had in the draft, or maybe you got the short end of a stick in a trade, or maybe you missed the you missed the Josh Bell on the wire, or you missed uh, Gio Urshela on the wire. You know you you need to be able to manage yourself up, and if you're managing your team actively, like some doing some of the things that I've said, you know, keeping your IR spots always full, uh, you know, moving these guys in and out, uh, looking at your rosters before every game, every every start time. Make sure you guys got active players in there. That'll make up for a lot of uh, deficiencies. And you'll, you can outmanage your teams in the league. It's, uh, it's really important. You know, if you just want to draft and, you know, whatever, that's fine. But obviously, if you listen to the Average Joe's podcast, you want to go out there and kick some ass and uh, win some money. And that's the goal. You know, that's, that's the goal. Crush everybody in the league, win some money. And you can do that by managing. You know, if you haven't made a trade all year long, you can, you can manage yourself into the money as long as you're doing it effectively and not trying to overthink things. You know, if you're, if you're, if you're looking at, you know, Mike Trout or, or Cody Bellinger and you're like, Hmm, he didn't do very well against his pitcher last time. But this, then this guy on the bench is on a heater. You take out one of these guys for, for somebody in the bench, like I did yesterday when I took judge out for, for, uh, Upton. Well, it didn't work out. Sometimes you manage yourself into a little bit of a corner, you know, put judge in and just let him go for the rest of the year. He flames out, he flames out and, you probably never draft them again. Let's talk about some ads, some guys in the wire that we might look for. You know, now now at this time of the year, you know, pay attention to the wire. Pay attention to, you know, if, if you listen to any other podcasts or if you're pay attention to the call-ups or whatever. You're going to be looking for hot pickups because rosters are going to be expanding in September. Some of these teams who are way out of it are going to give their, their young guys some, some looks, give them some playing time. So make sure that you're you know, keeping these in mind because they can help as well. You pick up somebody on the wire and they go on a heater for, for September, that could put you up and that could really elevate you. 
You know, if you're sitting in, in, in fourth or fifth or sixth in a, in a head-to-head league, you grab a couple guys on the wire who are who are you know on heaters and on heaters in September. Now all of a sudden you're you're in the money, you know. Or same thing in a roto league, you could bounce up a few positions. Some of the guys in the wire I'm looking at Hunter Dozier. He's about 75, 76 percent owned. Solid player. You can do a lot worse. Michael Pineda. I'm looking at him to replace Chris Sale, which is a, a tall <laughs> a tall task. But Pineda strikes out a guy, you know, a guy in inning. Plays for a great team. He's been doing pretty decently. Sam can go for uh, Aaron Savale. I like him. He's, he's been doing pretty good so far. I picked, him up, I picked him up on two teams where I lost sale, and hopefully he can continue it. Carlos Carrasco, stash him on the DL if you can. If he's available in your league, grab him, stash him. And if he's anything like he used to be, he can make a few starts and uh, kind of carry you in the finals there if you're in a head-to-head league. Semifinals, finals, carry you in the playoffs. Ramon Laureano, the same thing. Grab him and stash him. If he's available, scoop him up. If you're in a roto league, it doesn't cost you anything. If you're in a head-to-head league, you might not have that flexibility. Fortunately, last week and this week, I had a few teams that were way out, way out in front, and I was able to kind of prepare a little bit. Picked up Carrasco on a team, picked up uh, Laureano on a couple teams. So hopefully they can uh, help me when it, when it, when it, when it matters. Laureano comes back in September. He could be another top, top 40, 50 outfielder for me. You can look at Tom Murphy at catcher, Austin Nola in Seattle. I picked him up, I think, on Monday or Tuesday. I think it was Monday. And he hit me a home run. So that was pretty nice. Uh, you got Matt McGill, relief pitcher. Uh, but he got hammered today. Gave up a, gave up a uh, blew a save. So that's not great. But if you're looking for saves, you know, you got you to gotta go, go where the possible save chances are. Same can be said for... Uh, Carlos Estevez in Colorado. Wade Davis got the job back and got hammered. So I think Estevez may get a shot here. So you can grab him and stash him. and Hopefully he'll uh, pay off for you. You got Andrew Heaney who crushed it. I think it was yesterday. Chris Taylor came back and hit and did great yesterday. He's supposed to got multi-position eligibility. He's a nice guy to have on your bench. So you can pop him in to fill up some, uh, fill up some games played. Mark Canha from Oakland. Doing pretty well. I mean, you can do worse. If you have a guy who's off the next day, Pick him up and put him in there. You got, uh, who else here? I missed a guy. Daniel Hudson. I think he might be next in line in saves, but he blew one the other night. So who really knows what's going on in Washington? But if you're speculating, you know, speculate away. Take it at your own risk. Because, uh, you know, if you, saves are an easy category to make up ground in. You can grab a couple of these guys. McGill and Estevez. And Daniel Hudson, if they work out for you, great. You can get three closers for the next five weeks. Make up some, make some, make up some ground. You got Steven Matz. He looks good. Might be a little matchup dependent, but I like Matz. Ahmed Rosario leading off. Willie Calhoun, who should really be owned more than he is. I like Willie Calhoun. I got him in a bunch of teams. Nick Solak, a bunch of power in the minors. If you're looking for looking for a big bat, you can grab him. Do a little speculating that way. Denelson Lamette, strikeout guy. Plays for San Diego. He's pitching at home that I'm starting him against really anybody. On the road, kind of matchup dependent, but I think he I think he's uh almost a must start. Miguel Sano, if he's available, you can grab him. He can go into massive like Rognet Odor cold spells, but he can hit five home runs in a week. Jason Kipnis has been doing pretty well. Uh even though I'm not really a Kipnis fan. Haven't been since he burned me a couple years ago, but he's been doing pretty well. So if you're looking if you have injuries, 
looking for someone to plug in. You know, if you have a second baseman off the next day, you can do worse than Kipnis. Some guys that I'm looking maybe to drop. Rogan Odor, he's terrible. Shinsu Chu, he's not really playing every day now. Texas has kind of got a weird rotation going on. Even with Mazzara getting hurt, uh, I don't still think he's going to play every day. You know, they're calling up people, and I just don't think he's going to play every day. He's a good player to have if you have him on the bench and whatever, but if you're, if you're picking him up in a you know like a daily, same-day kind of pickup league, then if he's playing, you start him, but you don't want to invest a whole bunch of uh, – you know, wasted games in him. You want to make sure you got someone that's going to start. Uh, Talkman, like I said, he's been struggling. You can probably get rid of him. Chris Davis, who I have never had in any league. You know, after he left the Brewers, I never had him in any league. And he's always crushed. This year, I went out and traded for him. And now you can drop him because he sucks. <laughs> uh, Matt Carpenter, who does suck. He's terrible. He shouldn't be rostered. If you have Matt Carpenter on your team, you need to freaking just... You know, think about what you're doing. Think about what you're doing with Matt Carpenter. The guy's terrible. Get rid of Matt freaking Carpenter. And Scott Kingery has been uh, struggling, struggling pretty hard. He's uh, releasable as well. There we have it. Nice, straightforward episode. Uh, trying to get us to the finish line here. Get us to that uh, winner's circle. Otherwise, let's get into the, uh, let's win some money circle. That's, that's what we're really going for here. Like I said, my email address AVG Joe's Fantasy at Yahoo.com. AVG Joe's Fantasy at Yahoo.com. Please rate us on iTunes. It's a big, big, big help. And uh, let's uh, let's average Joe's out here with a little bit more of uh, Sarai from my man Pepper Juice. Thanks for listening, everybody. Average Joe's out.